0: This episode sponsored by Bluehost Hosting, where $4.95 per month gets you unlimited space transferring domains. Visit moviebeatdown.com slash bluehost today. Also with support from Namecheap. Need a domain name with a no-nonsense process? Use who we use. Visit moviebeatdown.com slash namecheap and make your mark on the web.
1: I got a bad feeling about this.
0: How you doing, folks? This is Movie Beatdown, where we're rediscovering movies with Blake Snyder's Save the Cat. This is episode one, brought to you the week of August 14, 2014. And I am your host. My name is James Kennison, and with me is John Steinklobber. Hello. And Paul E. Godbout. Hey, hey. And Christian Sudreth. Hello. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let me explain to you a little bit about what Movie Beatdown's about. It's that Do it first episode crap that you have to go through. Sorry. Movie beat down is a weekly movie. I'm um, bi-weekly. It's a bi-weekly movie analysis and discussion podcast where film structure fans, James Kennison, John Stein McClower, Pauly Godbout and Christian Sudreth will use the 15 beats of the Blake Snyder beat sheet. Also known as the BS two as listed in his book, save the cat to beat down movies into their base elements. So what does that mean? Well, Blake Snyder, may he rest in peace, was convinced that every great movie was actually composed of 15 very important segments or beats. And I have found, personally, that I, since I have been studying movies using his 15 observations, those 15 points, that my enjoyment of even my most uh, favorite of films has very much increased. Each film, no matter how many times I've seen it, now has become a puzzle for me to solve. Where are the beats? Where can I find them? Can I find them at all? Does there, this movie have them all? And if it's bad, is it because it's missing some of them? Did they skip anything? So what are beats? Well, let me tell you. I'll, I'll read you a list of them very quickly. The 15 beats are the opening image. Theme stated. Set up. Catalyst. Debate. Break into two. B story. Fun and games. Midpoint. Bad guy. close, Bad guys close in. All is lost. Dark night of the soul. Break into three, the finale, and the final image. And rather than go through and explain to you what each one of those are, we're actually going to today go through and beat down a movie, one of my favorites. We're going to beat down Star Wars 4, Episode 4, A New Hope.
2: Yep. Oh my. You
0: guys ready to do all this? Yes, are we, we are. we supposed to watch the movie? Uh, yeah.
3: I'm just kidding. I got it memorized.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So um, the IMDb subscription uh, description is uh, Luke Skywalker joins forces with a Jedi knight, a cocky pilot, a Wookiee, and two droids to save the universe from the Empire's world-destroying battle station. While we're also attempting to rescue Princess Leia from the evil Darth Vader. One of the worst descriptions star wars i've ever seen but it Agreed. is it is uh produced by you know like visitors to the website so hmm. it's written and directed by george lucas which is interesting i'm always going to want to point out the writer uh of this episode and uh or each uh, movie uh mark hamill played luke skywalker harrison ford han solo carrie fisher who's gone on to do just tons and tons of work princess leia Peter Cushing. <laughs> you picked her. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm looking here. It's like she was on Family Guy. She did some of that. So, and she's yeah. in she's in episode seven. So that's she be was
3: it. in one of the uh, the the gold. Oh gosh, Austin Power movies too. You oh can't yeah. Forget, but, uh, yeah. Huh.
0: Was she, she Austin was Powers? Oh.
3: Okay. No, she was a therapist. Oh,
0: that's right. I remember first that. first one. I think. Yeah, I, I that's a great movie. We should do that one instead of this. Beat that down. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, baby.
0: Well, um, I've got my notes in front of me, and the first thing I want to go through in this movie is what type of movie was it? What genre? Now, uh, Blake Snyder didn't go with the typical genre of sci-fi or Western. You know, people argue about what kind of movie this is. Um, there are 10 genres that he lists – And without going through every single one of them, um, at first when I started, I thought this movie uh, was easily a dude with a problem. Yeah. Um, By the time I had gone through the entire thing, I realized this is actually, uh, in my opinion, a superhero movie. Your thoughts?
2: I think it's a Golden Fleece. Really? Yeah, Golden Fleece.
0: Okay, tell me. Tell me Uh, what I missed.
2: So, I I mean, essentially... I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, they're, they're traveling. It's got elements of a, of a buddy story. Um, you've got one character who more so than having a problem, uh, just needs, uh, he he needs his outlook on life completely altered and changed. And that's, I mean, that's pretty, uh, stereotypical of, of a golden fleece movie. Golden fleece is also
0: called a catch all though. Catch all genre. That's why I tried to stay away from it, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. I was I was stuck between Golden Fleece and superhero, but I ended up going Golden Fleece uh, just because the the main goal was so um, like unattainable almost.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. but but that's yeah. the definition of a superhero. There the the key here is a nemesis and a problem that is seemingly bigger than they are. Um, I'm going to defend it. My my, my I'm going to say that I'm right and you guys are just dumb. So um, I know we said <laughs> not to take disagreements personally, but I'm going to do it. And, and well,
2: personally, I'll, I don't like you and I'll tell that's you fine.
0: why I'll tell you why I'm saying that because the opening image let's talk about the opening image it obviously uh you know we have the ship the uh the the rebel ship or or supposed to be neutral ship and followed by a star destroyer and and the thing I noticed there the thing that jumped into my mind was tiny ship giant ship you exactly. know? tiny rebellion giant empire and that's yeah. why I went superhero hmm so I, I never could get away with this, uh, away from this imagery of of them uh, pushing how giant and big. You know, all the ships are tiny. All of the, you know, they're hiding out. You know, the, the uh, one little tiny teenager guy is their hope. You know, and and meanwhile we got this Death Star freaking tiny moon. You know, monster. Death
3: Star. That's no moon. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. I still go back to Golden Fleece just because if it were a superhero movie, I mean, maybe maybe one of the other episodes would be a superhero movie, but Luke Skywalker's not really all that impressive throughout the majority of the movie. It's not till the end, whenever he finally actually begins to hear Obi-Wan, you know, in his head and all that kind of stuff that he has made that transformation. It's not until he makes the transformation that he actually does something that's that's notable. I mean, the rest of the time, he's just like a punk kid, that's you know some people don't even like having around half the time.
0: Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, Matrix would be a superhero movie. Um, I'd say m-
1: maybe all of Star Wars is like a superhero story. Maybe right. I don't know, but I just, just know I go,
0: that I realized when I watched this that that Luke Skywalker was not nearly as impressive and didn't go through nearly as big of a change or a transformation as I w- would have. Told you had I not been watching it for that reason, you know, to watch this. Hmm. Yeah.
3: Yes.
2: yeah. 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 I'll, I'll give you that as well. I mean, but I, I don't know. I mean, because it's kind of hard because anytime you have uh, a, a trilogy. You got to kind of divorce yourself from the idea of okay, well, there's going to be a story arc that that arcs from all three movies, and try and remember that it's just this one film that we're looking at. So maybe part of my bias for Golden Fleece is knowing where he ends up by the end of the trilogy. So mm. it was a, mm. a good point.
0: Yeah, but did did we know there was a trilogy back in 1970? Bootylicious, whatever, whenever year it was. Christian
2: and I weren't born at that point, so we know we didn't <laughs> yeah. know.
0: I
1: wasn't
0: naive. born
1: twice.
0: Yes. I- <laughs> what? I, I'm just saying that that what I what I mean is yes, there's a trilogy, and obviously there's a big transformation. He turns into this dark-looking yucky guy at the in Return of the Jedi uh, for his appearance in front of uh, fat dude, but um. What I, hmm. I guess what I'm saying is, Jabba. in here, with because of the way movies are supposed to be, um, there's always supposed to be a you know there's the and there's a protagonist basically the main character, and he has a flaw. Obviously, to me, Luke's flaw is that he's impatient. He's uh he's an he's an impatient uh, homebody that's trying to act like with a, he's got illusions of grandeur, but when he's really challenged he backs off, and he backs up.
3: I think he's restless personally.
0: He doesn't change much. The one thing that that makes him stand out is he's a good pilot. Um and he just there at the very tail end decides to listen to this, you know, to Ben. Mm. I'm just saying he doesn't do a whole lot. He he's he's not very heroic. In this, in this movie to me.
2: Hmm. So he's not very much like a superhero? Is that what I feel like you That's why I said you're right.
0: <laughs> that's why I said you're right. I'm pouring water I on just, my microphone because it's the closest I can get.
3: I was going to say it's a buddy love movie, but
2: maybe I was reading too I'm much. I'm glad instead.
0: I'm wrong. I'm glad I'm wrong.
2: <laughs> it, no, it, it definitely has that in there, John. I think, but to me, we'll get to this in a minute, but I think that's the the B story. That's the love story mm. in, in quotes is the relationship uh, with with Han, so I I can definitely oh, see where that's going. I can't wait to get to we that point
0: because okay, so the opening yes. opening image was obviously um, the ship and all that, and it, and it kind of goes on. I almost wrote was was there two, you know, was there a prequel opening image and then a second opening image because we get the space image and then we come in and we get Luke's uh, image, but I but I don't think so. I backed off on that. Um, but I did write, was there, uh, this, this contrast, but I think we I, I was mixing in episode one where the Tatooine and then space, you know, mm-hmm. oh, space is cold, Danny, you know, that kind of bull crap. So <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's still too soon to talk about episode one. All yeah. I know is they cut, they cut through the door. Oh, f- wait a minute. Not only is they have this giant ship, but the giant ship envelops the little ship and eats Swallows. it. And then mm-hmm. it, it cuts through your door, kills all your dudes, and then freaking Darth Vader comes out. So you're talking know, about as unimpressed as I was with uh, – uh, uh, what's his name? Luke. Luke. Definitely impressed with the Empire. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I thought it was cool. So literally the at other- one, oh, I'm sorry. Literally at one point, uh, Darth Vader has one of the rebels in like a stranglehold. And I just thought that was like, <laughs> like reminiscent of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. They're all, like literally he's choking him.
3: Yeah. Commander of the ship, yeah, I, I, I think, felt right? like I guess yeah, I think so. I didn't yeah, look I, at his I felt like name the,
1: badge. <laughs> I like his stripes <laughs> on his collar. I don't know. Yeah,
2: he yeah, didn't, didn't really say Samarans,
0: until he, you know, cuz he died.
2: Yeah, okay, back to what Paul, we, <laughs> we were talking about. <laughs> no, Go one port. of the things that I thought was really cool about the opening image was uh the, all the things that James said, but then also there's the of you know in, in some, at first I was kind of like why in the world would the first characters be uh, c3po and r2d 2 I mean because mm-hmm. they're not the main characters they're the comic relief they're the you know Laurel and Hardy or whatever uh, Christian if you want to go Google who those guys are that's fine take a second but um, uh, but it's it's it's. I thought. I thought that was really cool because one of the things that it shows us right there is that this movie in, is also going to be fun. Like I think that maybe in 1977, when you saw the previews, you saw Darth Vader, you saw like the space and and how dark this movie was going to be and all the fighting. But George Lucas decided, okay, well, a big element of this world is the fact that there are these that it is fun. Like there is going to be humor here. There are going to be these characters um, that you're going to be sympathetic with, but. Right there, there's also you know lasers firing, and you're on that ship, and so like they mix all of that different stuff right in there in that opening scene, and so even even having three PO and R two D two as the first characters you see at first, like I said, I, I was kind of like eh, I don't know about that, but now I look back and I go that was a, that was a pretty brilliant move to set the tone right from the beginning. That this is going to be dark, but it's also going to be a lot of fun too.
0: I would say it's something that's not really done these days. I, I haven't seen mm-hmm. something like that in a movie recently, and I think that's what threw me off. Is they started way over, you know, in in this story that had well it did have something to do with our main character, but they they started with the I don't know uh, with another part of the story, and I I couldn't think of a of a movie recently that's done that. I mean, Ferngully's not going to start, you know, with something way over here. Jurassic Park didn't start, you know, in some Japanese factory somewhere making cars, and then oh now now we're going to the island. Um, everything has to do directly with where they're going with the main characters right from the beginning, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't think anybody would argue that uh, C-3PO and RGD2 were not the main, you know, characters or support characters. So
3: yeah, but they hold a very important part of the story. And I think we'll probably get to that as one of the yeah. beats. Yes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. definitely. Speaking
0: definitely. of uh, beats, beat, the, uh, beat number two theme stated, it's basically uh, in the movie, somebody usually says it to the main character it's um, typically uh, the the truth, the central point, and it's not always the truth. It's always maybe it's a belief that the main character has, uh, but it's what a, it's the what the main movie focuses around. It's what's missing from any asylum film, um, and and that's why you're wondering why Sharknado is good and horrible at the same time because <laughs> uh, there's no point. But the movie goes on and either proves that or disproves that theme. And the theme stated, in my opinion, was. You must learn the force.
2: I agree. And the fact that it's not until like, what, 45 minutes in or something like that, that I thought was, that, that kind of That's threw me That's insane.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There was a and lot all, of buildup. That's usually done in the first, what, 10 minutes
2: of a yeah. typical film. Yeah. Most Pixar movies, it's within the first uh, three to five minutes. So
0: at first I, you know, and I, I, I'll, I'll admit I checked online against a few other guys that do this, you know, as a blog type of thing. And I'm like, I got to find out how I did and uh, a lot of them disagreed with me and hmm. said that, um, you know, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope was the central theme No. And, uh, I and got I would, later on. Yeah, I would say that that was a thing. You know, it was us part of the story, um, but it was not at all the main theme. The whole point was, dude, you got to get off this rock. You got to get the force. And, and that's exactly – and by the way, listener, if you ever have a question about what the theme in a movie is and you can't catch it from the theme stated, go to the end of the movie in your head and say, okay, what changed the most about the main character? Well, the thing that changed mm. about Luke was he started using the force and that saved the, the day. Force. So there you go.
2: So not to, well, the, to split semantics, but would you say that it's more trusting the force than using the force? Because that's how I felt. It was more because him learning to trust that because at first he's a little skeptical. Han is very skeptical. Uh, there's the, the scene where he's got the, the helmet on and Obi-Wan's like put the visor down and you've got to trust it. Like, I just feel like that word was thrown out. Oh, a lot. man,
0: there is a theme about being skeptical of the force on both sides. Matter yeah. of fact, my my flaw that I wrote down for Darth Vader is that Homeboy was underestimated through the whole entire thing. I don't know how many times he had to say, don't underestimate the power of the force. He's having to prove to people by choking them. He's having to uh, argue with this military guy who says, oh, Vader, see how I blew up the planet? And now she lied to me. Gee, do not underestimate. You know, there's all this stuff. And so the force is an old religion, you know, of lasers and, you know, I'd, I wouldn't trade them. and I'm a real good quote machine. But, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I won't argue that that was a theme, but theme stated was, uh, you must learn the force like your father. So I just left off the, like your father thing.
1: So, yeah. I, I'm, same way.
0: But, uh, whiny and over and overeager. Anybody have anything to add to, uh, to our prot- protagonist's flaw list? Yeah.
1: I, I put that he was kind of like bullheaded, but I of that sort of fits into what you guys are saying. Yeah
3: yeah yeah he's I, restless i
0: just love how you know he, he's arguing with his uncle and the first time he has a chance to do something amazing and for the rebellion on top of that he seems so excited when he found out the droids were about that he's like oh i gotta go home and it's just so far away that's your yeah. uncle
3: talking
1: yeah. you know
0: <laughs> he
3: just wanted to go to tashi station to pick up some power converters yeah Yeah.
0: I'm going to go with my friends this year. I'm going to transfer my thing. So I remember when I first watched a a movie review show and they picked on Luke, I got mad. I got so mad because that's exactly what I was saying. I don't even go to Taji Station. But now you realize that's part of the point he's turning from a boy, you know, into a man. So
1: I I totally sympathize with Luke and all that. You guys are making fun of him, but I'm like, I would not want to. I'm not farming moisture. Yeah, right. Yeah, I I'm going, go I'm power converters. I'm 20. I wish they would have,
0: I wish they would have shown more about that. And that's why I say this isn't a sci-fi movie because sci-fi movies like to tell you all of the details about why they do what they do. You know, it's more of a Western in a, in a typical sense because they talk about moisture hmm. farming. And I just imagine what that would look like is a bunch of slaves out on the desert, sucking on a straw in the dirt, you know, and <laughs> spitting in a cup. <laughs> that's what it would have been the
3: sweat from their brow and sponging
2: it off. Yeah. Into that's what yeah. it would have
0: been. If it'd been like a water world, you know, dude pees in a, in a plant or Ooh. something. And
2: wasn't it like a Mr. Coffee or something? Like that? <laughs> something like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there should have been a timer. That's all I know. If I yeah. pee in a plant, I don't want it immediately filtering out the bottom for me to drink. <laughs> I want it room temperature at least before it goes back <laughs> to my lips.
2: Uh, I'm totally fine with moving on to the next beat. <laughs>
0: Next beat is a setup and uh, it expands on the before snapshot. Um, It presents the main characters, the world as it is and what is missing from their life. Any thoughts?
2: Um, I think that we took, uh, we took a big risk in doing this one first because there's to use another Blake Snyder quote. They lay a lot of pipe, meaning they give us a lot of backstory before we are actually introduced to the main characters. Because in my opinion, all the setup comes before we meet Luke. Yeah. So it's kind of weird as far as like, you know, everybody else is involved in the, in the, in the setup except for him. Right.
0: Well, they set up the galaxy. Mm -hmm. They, they set up this whole world and then they show you this tiny little world. So it's, 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 uh, it's almost like, like I said earlier, we got two opening images almost. Uh, Yeah. This, this image of what's going on in space that is completely unaffected, by him and it completely unaffects him and then you've got the image of the desert and the, his life and his little stasis equals death moment is that if I don't leave here I'm gonna stay here forever and then you have the connection which is the uh, which is the comedy the uh, or the uh, what do you call it Funny Com- game? comedy relief you got the 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 robots you know yeah connecting the dots there so it's genius um, but I wonder if he wrote it again. And I think the proof's in the pudding on the new, you know, on the prequels, uh, would he do it the same way? I don't know, but I'm glad he did. It's good stuff.
1: I have this setup is when, uh, it's like just like one scene it's where he looks up at the two moons and it's right after you learn, he like wants to apply mm-hmm. to the air force or whatever. And you can tell he's sort of in that moment I got like, okay, he like, he wants to get off this planet. He doesn't know how, or he wants to go out, you know, and have like an adventure or whatever. Um, but he doesn't know like how that's going to happen to him yet. And that's sort of set it all for me is that he like hates living this horribly boring life as a moisture farmer.
0: Yeah, that was a great scene. And I think you're absolutely right that it, that it encompasses the whole thing. It really helps push it. But, mm.
2: um, I'm curious, does anybody think that because there are two moons and they are two different sizes, do you think that that sons. Lucas did that? And or I'm think sorry, two sons that that's supposed to be an allusion to something
0: oh that that it was leia and and uh luke
2: i i don't know I, i'm like i'm just there's a, Christian a said homosexual
0: that, agenda what what are you no
2: <laughs> no, no i'm Jeez. just saying like i mean with with all the two like everything we've been talking about is like big and small light and dark and like one of the suns is like really bright i don't know i'm just asking questions huh. that's all i think I he doubt- was just trying to make a cool like, like yeah. we're in space remember
0: yeah we can double expose the the earth or the sky
1: suns y'all
0: one for that's each. why we got the moisture farm
1: that took like a whole meeting like okay hear that's me out that's true
0: when I was a kid <laughs> when I was a kid I, I just thought oh man that's why it's desert you know the whole yeah. planet because you know in the Star Wars universe every planet gets one ecosystem for the entire thing or building code depending on <laughs> <laughs> but awesome. uh, Luke has no future he will never leave And he will be a moisture farmer forever. And I wrote that. Yeah, he he looks over the Dune Sea, seeing his sons.
1: There's literally a quote where the aunt says, where are you going? And then Luke says, nowhere Nowhere. it seems. Yeah. 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 That's the whole whole first 20% of the movie.
0: Well, luckily for us and the uh, people at home, the catalyst is the next. And the catalyst uh, is the moment where everything changes. It's something that occurs in the story that makes it impossible for things to stay the way they are. And for me, I wrote uh, – well, actually, let me go through um, – let me hear what you guys said. Let us just do that.
1: Let me try and do the exact quote. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi.
0: You're my only hope.
1: Yeah, th- <laughs> that's, that's your
0: catalyst. That's what that's I, wrote. Catalyst. That's that's I wrote. That's what I wrote. Yeah, yeah, the, the princess's uh, hologram. Some folks online said right, there you go. that it was the moment that the uh, the droids showed up. And I'm like, no, it, it may be the beginning but it wasn't the the moment of decision that freaking you got wow. to face this thing head on. It's mm. when space and dirt collided right there in holograms.
3: It's, it's the message in the droids that that's the catalyst, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because until then, Luke doesn't know anything's going on.
0: No, not a clue. Bring her back. I want to see it again. She's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <A> <laughs> She's <girl>. so hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Oh, oh wow. so, uh, looks familiar, but the thing is on this one and, and you quoted, uh, from Blake Snyder's, uh, other book, um, last time. And I'll do the same thing is he also talks about sometimes with a catalyst, there's something called a double bump. And so in this movie we have two catalysts. One of them is right there at the beginning, uh, with the hologram. And then we go into a little bit of debate time, but he's right. going to go home. He's not going to do anything. He's done. He, it wasn't enough. But then his parents, or you know what passes for his parents, get killed, and you get that moment, and that's when he decides, you know, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. He actually even quotes this movie when he references the the concept of the double bump.
1: Hmm. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's in uh, it's in Save the Cat Strikes Back. See where he talks just a little bit more about you know things like
3: he's just a big Star Wars fan, isn't he? Wasn't yeah, he? That
0: must be it. He, yeah. he, he also likes uh, uh, Blonde. What is it?
3: Legally oh, Blonde. Legally Blonde. Yeah. blonde. <laughs> he says that's the most genius title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree with him after reading, you know, at least what I did. Oh, yeah. Read
0: yeah. That's what I love about the, his system. Or not his system, but his the way he identified the parts of the story uh, is it makes it more enjoyable. You notice things that you just kind of don't notice. Yeah. Otherwise. and And I'm really at the point with movies anymore that I kind of play them in the background while I'm doing something else. And so I'm really looking forward to what this show and what this, uh, what this whole thing is going to be doing for me. But the, uh, debate, you heard me mention it right after the catalyst is always the debate. Debate is the part where the main character has to decide, am I going to allow this catalyst to affect me, to change me or not? They always have a little bit of a back and forth. And for Luke, um, it, it was right there. It started the minute that uh, homeboy stated the theme, in my opinion. You've got to learn the force like your father did. Oh, I can't do that. I don't want to. So, mm-hmm.
1: that's, yeah. I think the first part of the movie is it's sort of hard to pace or it's a little more difficult. And then like from here on out, it's just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, and you're I think right. You're, you're exactly right. This, it, this, That's the debate.
0: It gets on track, so to speak. Yeah. But it's, it, it's like Paul said, it, this is the beginning of a trilogy, whether we knew it or not at the time. And uh, he had to lay pipe. He had to put down a lot of story. He had to tell us about the empire and, and all this stuff. And the thing is, to his credit, he didn't tell us everything. Yeah. Not nearly. Mm-hmm. And the That's- only other storyteller I've ever seen do that is uh, J.K. Rowling. She, she gave us a little bit at a time all the way through, you know, for Harry Potter. So it's good stuff.
2: Yeah, one one thing that I feel like um, this is like one of my only qualms with uh, with the the Save the Cat beat sheet is uh, like when he says debate that that's kind of like an all encompassing thing. But what I've noticed with some of the movies I've been watching is most of the time that debate it's always sparked by like the protagonist. But in this movie, it's. Ben, it's not a protagonist. I mean, in some ways, th- this this is why I kind of come back to the whole golden fleece thing as opposed to superhero because Luke doesn't really fight necessarily one on one, hardly with you know th- with the Empire or anything like that. He's fighting the people that are on his team. Like he's constantly butting heads, um, you know, with Obi Wan, his mentor, later on with Han, and so it, that that's why I feel like you know he it that there's personal growth
0: in that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I, I only disagree because I like I said I didn't see a whole lot of change in him. For I mean he they got to- pulled onto the starship here the big uh, Death Star. They you know they knock out a couple guys and they you know they're in costumes and and then but Obi Wan does all this stuff and then he's the one that fights Vader and and all he does is you know respond and react. And there wasn't a lot of things that Luke did other than let's go save the princess. So
1: I sort of, and if I'm, if I, might, I may be getting way off track here, but I sort of view it as like the two main characters are really, truly the rebels and he, um, imperials. Is that the right word? Um, yeah. and, and the and empire, empire. Thank you. And that's what makes it, um, like golden fleece for me is that of course it's Luke, but the, the rebels are chasing, you know, freedom Um, And that would be the fleece there. And then the empire is chasing sort of the opposite of that. And so I think it's personified through Luke. Um, But I think the whole, um, I lost my train of thought.
0: No, I I will say this, that uh, it is kind of weird to me now. I'm thinking about it, that the entire space station, the entire empire force that we know of is, is following the rebels. So they must've really been a force to reckon with. They really must've had, some sort of history because um, I, I remember C3PO, C three PO C three PO said it about the princess. I, I don't think she'll get away this time. Mm. So there's obviously been some adventures with her, and you know, and and then I think even uh, Vader says it. He says, you know, you're, you you weren't on any mercy mission. You're a part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. You know, mm. finally my quick machine works, and uh, so anyway, it's just interesting to me.
1: I think that's talked about a little later when Luke – or a little earlier when Luke um, is meets C-3PO and says, like, oh, you guys must have seen a lot of action or whatever. And they're like, oh, yes, we have. Got some carbon scoring,
0: whatever. There it is. Uh, he's scratching exactly them with a potato peeler. Because nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's he's how you that. know if you've seen action. If Grandpa comes back from the war and he's got carbon scoring, whatever that is. <laughs> carbon scoring. He's scratched with some, some I don't know, some bricks.
1: Uh, yeah. Pencils.
0: So, uh, break into two,
1: the next beat.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, it's the main character makes a choice and the journey begins. So we leave the first world and we enter the upside down opposite world of act two. Act two. And it's, I think we see that as soon as we get to Moss Eisley, you know, Mm -hmm. on the same planet, you know, he's gone from his parent, his great, you know, his aunt and uncle's place, everything's Uh, laid out for him everything's planned out for him he's going to be there forever and now danger and aliens and alien i wrote it down aliens 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 (laughs) i don't even think luke has seen i mean he's like a homeschool kid going to the inner city there's black people (laughs) you know (laughs) he doesn't Uh, even know that droids aren't allowed in most bars so yeah Interesting.
2: Yeah. One of the other things I thought was really brilliant, and I think Blake Snyder probably, if he were here, would say that this is that perfect uh, uh, mirror image. We went from a farm to a city.
0: Yeah. It's like true. Right there. Yeah. That's, I he, thought that was, that's he great. Would all, he would also say brains. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he's dead. Got Did it. it.
1: Maybe it's just me, but I've had it like a second earlier when his his aunt and uncle are burned. I, that's like to me it's like he doesn't have anything left but Obi-Wan. And so that's where I had the break into two coming, but that's just
0: Well, yeah, and, and that's that's that catalyst. And break into two comes right after that. It's the beat right after. Mm, so I see it. It would it's be just, th- it would be the moment really that he decided, yes, I'm going. Um you could say it was the moment he turned we never saw it, but the moment he turned the speeder around. And went back to the Jawas, you know, and, and then burning Jawas, which is amazing mm-hmm. by the way.
1: Yeah. Um, you would say his burning parents are like the double bump you were talking about. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Put that?
0: He, it took him, it took him two, you know, two catalysts mm. to get him going. That's how crappy he was. He's a crappy little dude.
1: Yeah. So technically, three, if you count each aunt and uncle as one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um, Vader, um, what did I got here, Han Solo? Oh my goodness, that's a beat story. I'm I'm way ahead. Sorry. No, that's the next beat. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, what did you say? I'm ready for anything. Oh, <laughs> uh, when he's walking into the place, there's like you know, be careful. There's all kinds of scum and villainy, and and he goes, oh, I'm ready for anything. And then I wrote except for somebody with a walrus face and a a freak, freaky nose. <laughs> I yeah. like the way you look. You can handle anything except for the first guy you talk to outside of your family in the entire adventure. So, yeah. I always wondered myself, though, as a kid, and even now, I get lost in what happens and I don't understand why Walrus Guy gets his arm chopped off. It seems like Walrus Guy just talks some <laughs> trash, backed up, uh, Bat Nose came up. And and start death star stage system, you know, and uh, you'll be dead. And I think he was the one that should have had his arm chopped off. But
3: yeah, I agree. Par- I saw the robot chicken episode, and I agree. I think apparently
0: uh, Walrus uh pulled the pulled the gun there, and it's <laughs> and it's the only time we see blood in the in this uh, other than the the big hairy monster dude. Yeah. So, but I will tell you, I always have to fast forward through the skeletons when my kids watch because. Oh. Uh, that's Whoops. pretty gross, pretty grody
3: now, when you watched this for for the research, did you watch the the stuff that was released in the late nineties where oh, they I don't it? i
0: don't please have don't. I don't have access to anything but that unfortunately,
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, but I do remember the difference, and i don't I won't be talking about it <laughs> wait
1: i I have no idea what it is.
2: my son's first words were han shot first. <laughs> Yes, I saw that. See, I've post, have seen that. By the way.
0: Well, <laughs> if you want to get technical, and you want to go way back to the original, um, Han was the only one that shot, so he didn't shoot first. Yeah, he shot. So he just shot. Boom. That's a good point. There's some old people science dropped on you.
1: We're talking about with Greedo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're okay. Ju- you're
0: the 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 statement Han shot first comes from a post you know, redone star Wars world.
1: I've I've got that. I thought you were saying there was something with the skeletons. but without that,
0: if you totally take it from your mind and, and just like I have Han shot, it's a shot. So anyway, that's uh, speaking of Han, we jump into the B story. Um, I think Han Solo and princess Leia are the B, the B story personally, their love story. No, oh, actually, you know what? I changed my mind. I wrote that. And then I wrote that Vader and Ben are the love story. And my <laughs> wife thought I was crazy. And I said, no, the love story is not necessarily uh, a typical love story. The yeah. love story is a relationship story. And Ben and, and Darth Vader have a relationship. And so the B story to me, even though it's flashing back, to the To the Death Star, and it's all about you know Princess Leia, and then Tarkin and and Vader and blah blah blah, and all that stuff. It's ultimately uh, come. You you can tell it's a B story because it connects later on, and and Ben, the love interest, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase, um, is the one that whispers in his ear at the end and has the solution. And the B story usually has the solution and is part of the change. At the mm-hmm. end, anybody?
2: Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I I kind of these movies are tough because I feel like you could, if you really wanted to, you know, you could find a story arc for each individual character. Yeah, um, but i I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of inclined to lean towards what John was talking about earlier, where I feel like it's. Luke and Han. That's one of the B stories. I fully agree with you. I didn't even think about the Obi Wan and Darth Vader thing. So that's. But I agree with you now that you say that. Um, but I. But I do think that um, that based on your own criteria of the solution is in that relationship at the end. You know, I know I'm skipping ahead here, but Han pieces out because he's got his money and all that kind of stuff. But then he does come back. You know, so they've they've helped each other to grow. I agree. Heads and all that stuff. But
0: that does not change him. What changes him is that constant, still small voice from Ben who's saying, trust the force, trust the force, and the force Mm. will always be with you. Yeah. So, See, I, and, and again, I that that was my first instinct
2: was was Obi Wan and uh, and Luke. But once John kind of mentioned the the buddy thing, I was like, okay, yeah, there's that too. And then you mentioned Darth Vader and Obi Wan, and again, you know, the, there's there's a lot going on in this movie, and absolutely. I think that's another reason why it's so great is it's it's almost hard to pinpoint all that, and they give you all kinds of stuff. Because we think about this, we haven't even talked about what the save the cat moment was for any of these characters. That's true. And I feel like I feel like all maybe except for Vader, and maybe even if we thought about that. Uh, There's probably one in there. But um, but yeah, so I mean, that's why I say like it's so complex because there is so much going on. um, And because they hit all of these beats, you know, that's that's why we're drawn into it. And we're all arguing about it. So,
0: yeah, Mm. uh, again, like I said, I thought at first it was the obvious one. It was it was Leia because the B story is the one that that cuts away kind of from the A story and gives you a break. Uh, Mm -hmm. from the main action. And it was Leia, it was Leia all the time. And then they even come together. Then those, those two parts interact, you know, and they come together and become part of it. But, but really the person that stays through the whole thing, like I said, is, is Vader. And so I'm going to stand by my, my thing that, that, um, it was Ben and, uh, Anakin that were the, uh, the, the B story, the love interest. (laughs) It's, I'm saying that wrong. What is it?
2: No, the love story. The, the love story. Yeah. Yeah. In quotes. The no, connection I, I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah.
0: So, anyway, uh, but 80. Fun, fun and games. Fun and games.
1: The um, whole movie.
0: Yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. It, it, the fun and games are the part that uh, if you see a trailer, this is where all the trailer stuff's going to be um, it, or, or the way trailers used to be. Um, you're, if you see a trailer today, you're going to see every funny part, every good part of the movie <laughs> and you don't need to waste your time. But, uh, fun and games is also called the promise of the premise. Basically when you see star Wars, you're going to, this is where the star Wars is happens. It's the fun part. It's the crazy part. It's the part where things transform if they're going to transform and roll out. And, uh, it's the part where people are going to get eaten if they're sitting on a toilet in Jurassic park. I mean, it is, it is all of those things and um <clears throat> so basically the minute I'm just
3: going to go ahead and say I'm going to put it on the millennium falcon that's where my fun and games moment is there
0: <laughs> oh man I- i'm like i'm
3: like i'm like 2 minutes behind you guys i've got the fun and games as like the
1: cantina and the whole like oh there's all these aliens there's all these lasers all this stuff that's where I have fun
2: None of but you are you wrong. Are. It's all I of got that. it before that. I got it before that. What, what is yours, James?
0: Oh, I I just started listing a bunch of stuff because it's real. This one's really fluid as far as it's completely up to everyone's opinion because it can overlap. You know,
1: it's- Paul? Can I guess what you have? Yeah, go for it. You have R T D two and C three P O.
2: No, no. I was going to say because we we've broken into two, and the very next thing we see to me, is the promise of the premise. And that's whenever they're stopped by the stormtroopers and Obi-Wan mm. starts doing the awesome, mm. uh, you know, the great scene. These are not the droids you're looking mm-hmm. for. And so it's like we have, like, we see the force in action and it, he's also having fun with it and everything. Luke is oblivious. So we've full, full on entered that world and Lucas does it the moment we go into, uh, we break into two. So I think that it's just, I mean, this is, this is brilliant. So
0: Absolutely. I, I love the, the getaway from uh ninety seven, which is um the um, where the Millennium Falcon is parked. So uh, that was part of it. Escape from the Star Destroyers with the light speed jump, man. That light speed thing mm-hmm. is iconic. That that stretching of the stars and then spinning and backing away. Oh it's classic.
2: What's the game that they're playing whenever uh uh Hollow chess yeah and when three PO turns to him and says let the Wookie win.
0: Wookiee I call <laughs> yeah. I call it Wookiee chess. Just because he's the only person I've ever seen play it, and yeah. I imagine I Wookie have it.
2: rip your arms out. I have
0: it in my mind. Yeah, yeah because of that, that he invites people over, and uh, he challenges them to play, and then he loses, and he gets to rip their arms out, and then Han has to clean it up, and that's why he warns them this time.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's funny.
0: That's just I know Wookiees are good guys, but I I like that idea. So wow.
1: Someone said that the reason like the fun games is what you would describe, how you would describe the movie to someone like your buddy, like, Oh man, you got to see it. There's, there's the Force, and it's this, mm-hmm. you know, it's this magical power and there's lightsabers and there's all these weird aliens and all that stuff. So I, that's why I have the whole movie as fun and games, but that one scene I put the cantina.
0: Well, we, it's all the iconic stuff. Luke training with the, with the little droid thing floating in the air. Yeah. Uh, the, that's the, no moon. You know, when you see the, the death star for the first time you get the scale of this thing. Um, mm-hmm hiding in the floorboards. I I remember that when the toys came out, that was a big thing about the Millennium Falcon yes. is it had the hideaway panels at the bottom, you know. And uh getting getting the, the getting to wear freaking uh uh what do they call stormtrooper costumes, you know? People, yeah. Geeks would kill for that stuff. They just got to
2: We're not geeks.
0: Kill kill a couple people. I am, but <laughs> I know you're not. Let's I'm see, wearing my, my
2: hipster. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Somebody said that in stereo. Uh, aren't you a little stor- short for a stormtrooper? Love that. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Um, oh, the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the compactor scene, my probably my all-time <laughs> favorite scene. Uh, it's the thing that stuck with me the most when I was a kid when I saw it, and and one thing I will say is. Is a trash compactor. It was so lucky of them to have found the one that only had foam rubber in it. It was obviously the <laughs> recycling bin of the, the star. Uh, See,
2: okay. And my wife is a hippie, and so when we were watching this again last night, uh, God bless her, but she was like, you know, the Empire. I mean, at least they're they're recycling. Look, they're even <laughs> composting. They have a big worm in there that's probably eating it. And I'm just like, all right, <laughs> that's whatever. awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah High five. Going after the live the live
0: stuff. So if you you dump any animals down there. Yeah. Um oh and and something I didn't get when I was a kid, but I still laugh out loud every time I hear it, is when they're screaming, when that thing stops and C three po is like, Oh god, they're dying you know <laughs> they're like it's oh, all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so great, so great. So uh yeah, tractor beams and uh, squiggly. I don't know what I put right there, but anyway, let's just jump to the midpoint midpoint in the movie is not necessarily the midpoint on your timeline. Like if you pause it, sometimes it lines up, but this one definitely, this one definitely doesn't, but dependent on the story, uh, this is the moment when everything is either the greatest it's going to be or the worst it's going to (laughs) be. Um, everything that, that the guy wanted comes true, uh, or, uh, and that's typically what I see a lot of times. It's it's things are really great, and it's a false victory, and then, boom, something horrible happens. And for me, obviously, it was when they finally, you know, get back to the uh, Millennium Falcon, and Ben dies.
2: Really? I thought I got I was, it before. I was before. Yeah, I'm way before that.
0: Okay, tell me.
2: Go ahead, Christian.
1: Uh, Ald- when Alderaan gets exploded.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Because
1: that's yeah, when you so, know there's like no hope.
0: That was early. Yeah. That was pretty early. Mm.
2: Yeah, I feel like that is one. And then another one that is kind of in tandem with that is, um, is whenever the Millennium Falcon comes out of uh, hyperspace. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're in an asteroid field. So not only they don't realize this, but that asteroid field is actually the remains of the right. planet that's just exploded. And so that to me is like what they were, what they set out to do. There's, there's, there's literally no way that they're going to achieve their goal now because they're not going to make it to that planet because it's not there anymore.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah. And see, I would say that Ben, <laughs> Ben was the guy that was going to help him out. and He dies. That's, that's the end of our main character story. As far as we know, Until homeboy starts talking to him, he doesn't realize that he can become, you know, his his trip to become a Jedi like his father was over. And so judging on that, that's why I would say that that was the midpoint. That was the, 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 they had finally gotten loose. Uh, The tractor beam was off. They were about to, you know, Ben was supposed to go ahead and do away with Vader there. And he ends up uh, dying. And uh, so, see, and I
2: feel like that's the all is lost moment is, is Ben's death. But
0: mm-hmm. see, I put uh, all is lost a little later in the trench run when three waves of, of fighters are killed. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then his, his wingmen are killed. And no way. and everything is, is just about gone. And then shoop, swoops in homeboy uh, Han. And, uh, but, but I could be wrong. And so we'll, we'll talk about both as we go along. Go back.
1: Uh, Yeah. When Ben dies for me, that's all is lost. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with that. It's interesting
0: though, though. I notated that there was two times that somebody told Luke, there wasn't anything you could have done. Uh, Ben said it to him when his folks died and, uh, Leah said it to him when Ben died. So,
2: just oh, that's cool. I didn't notice that little
0: tidbit. There. Mm-hmm. That is
2: cool. Nice. No, so, okay. Well, see, so James, again, I'm jumping ahead here, but like, uh, since you've, you've, I don't know how many of of us have read the uh, Save the Cat book, but to me, the other thing that indicates that uh, Ben Dine is all is lost is that's where the the whiff of death is,
0: right?
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree, but uh, I, I still say that all, all of the rebels dying. It is the whiff of death. Um, the other thing too, is that after, let's see, after the midpoint, we got bad guys close in and that's the moment where, uh, doubt, jealousy, fear, um, foes, both physical and emotional regroup to defeat the main character's goal. And the main character's, uh, awful situation degenerates. And so, to me, that was when um, they get back on the ship and the star, uh, uh, Death Star comes around, the, you know, and they're around the edge of the planet. They found where the rebel base is and they're ticking down the clock to, to work their way around to blow that thing to smithereens. And so, that was my bad guys close in. So,
1: hmm.
2: yeah, well, and I agree with that. And in I mean- my
0: timeline, you know, it, it all bumps right, right, right one right behind the other. But go ahead.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, th- I think that, again, with this movie, bad guys are closing in the majority of the time. Fun and games is happening throughout, like Christian keeps saying. Um, we've already talked about, like, you know, the theme is stated so late. But to it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, or let me, let me ask you this. State for me again what you think the theme of the movie is.
0: The theme of the movie is you must become a Jedi.
2: Okay, so that's another reason why I feel like because if that's, if we're going from a story structure point of view of what these beats should be, then the all is lost moment should be um, where he doesn't, where Luke doesn't feel like he can achieve that because his mentor, the person who was guiding him uh, in the force, is now gone. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, when, his, when his aunt and uncle died, it's like, oh, he has nothing left but Ben. And then Ben dies. Okay, now I literally have nothing left, and all is literally lost. That's how, I mean, that's how I have it. Um,
0: no, no, you're probably right. You're probably right. Probably right. I don't know. I don't, I don't agree that Alderon's the midpoint. Um, I would have to look at it again. But like I said, I had midpoint. is uh, Dude's dead. Then um, right after that, uh, bad guys close in. Right after that, all is lost with the with you know nobody able to help him. Um, uh, but there and and I put that there was no Dark Knight of the Soul. And, oh man! And I, oh. huh?
2: <laughs>
0: Go ahead, <No> Christian.
1: <laughs> okay, here's why you're 100 percent wrong. All, right, all is lost is Ben's dead. Dark Knight of the Soul is immediately after when Leia like literally puts a blanket around him. Like, he's been traumatized.
0: For two nah. seconds, and then he's laughing it up. You know, don't get cocky, kid! <laughs> so, what I wrote down is there was no Dark Knight of Soul, because Homeboy never mourned anybody for more than, like, two seconds. His folks die, Ben dies, you know, all his friend, his friend from back home dies, they don't get to catch up, you know, and uh, Porkins dies, which is terrible. Sometimes in yeah. movies,
1: there's, like, they do, they, like, cut to another scene, but... In the story, it's been like a, like a couple of hours, maybe. Uh, so I know it was like two seconds later, but you know,
0: no. Well, it, if you watch that, you gotta give me that. that there, I'll, I'll give right. you.
2: No, right. I'm just. Kidding. I'll give you that, but I will also say that you know, again, Blake Snyder talks about how you know this this moment doesn't have to be. Long, like it can be like one quick second, I mean, and when i because I, I was I was rereading that again today, and I was trying to think of like of movies that that do that quick turnaround, and I could you know uh, Disney movies and animated movies are are really good about that, where it's just this you know because they're not supposed to be really complex except for the toy story movies, of course. Uh, but the rest of them, it's just like, it, it, it's supposed to be something that a child can understand. And so it's got to be this very hyperbolic change of pace. And so the, it, it, a lot of times it is that one liner. And so to me saying that, oh, he only threw that uh, blanket around him that one time. And, and then he, you know, it was that really quick thing. The time frame to me doesn't necessarily negate Christian's point.
0: No, I, I didn't say it did. What I'm saying is that that's a horrible, deep, dark loss. For them not to have the balance of that played out and shown off, uh, in the example that he used uh, in the book, uh, it was Elf, and, and he's standing on the edge of the thing, and he's and he's thinking about jumping off or whatever, whatever. There's that whiff of death, and then we yeah. recover from that, and we move on because it wasn't it wasn't something actually horrible that happened, but here we did, and I don't think the movie, you know, I don't, I wouldn't want a movie that sat around and watched Luke cry, but. Sure. I I still I still think the the this part is undeveloped I guess is what I'm saying it just it really was just a blip on the radar it wasn't okay. it wasn't time
1: that makes sense so I see your logic.
0: I'm still right. is basically what I'm trying to say. <laughs> just edit our argument. Yeah. <laughs> although he is a
2: 20-year-old or whatever how, how, however old he is and he just met Ben like what 3 days before or something like that. So they really weren't that close. So Yeah,
0: but he had put his know. his life and his <laughs> soul and everything into this guy and uh so he, he should have had I think they could have made him like the, all, the the look off into space, you know, could have lasted a millisecond more, but that's why <laughs> you know, I guess, I guess, uh, you know, the, the, that's why I would say the bad guys close in was, was after that, but
2: see, and I, uh, Oh, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that there's a, another bad guys close in scene, uh, before that you have already alluded or you've already talked about, and that's when they get sucked in and right. everyone hides. Oh, oh yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so at least I'm, somebody thinks the way I do, but, uh, you know, he, he, uh, Darth Vader like comes on the ship and he even says like, I, you know, I want you to search the whole thing. I, and then there's that weird, awkward moment where he says, uh, I feel a presence that I haven't felt since. And then he just walks away randomly, which mm-hmm. I still don't understand. But, um, so I feel like that's one where they're, they're, they're closing in on him. So again, that's why I say that this, this story is complex. So you could be completely right. And Christian, I could be cl- completely wrong. And, and they put the bad guys closing in well before the midpoint. Cause they've, they've already kind of juggled, uh, some of these beats, anyway so yeah sure i mean maybe maybe that's the case but i do feel like there have been several bad guys closing in points uh well before this
0: i'm just saying ben dies uh bad guys for me bad guys close in means you know the fighters attack right there death star closing on yavin holman beacon was placed on the ship in the first place so they're they they're following him there uh the pilots dies porkins dies and and porkins dying is is a main is a big thing to me he's a fat guy In fact, I shouldn't die in movies. Oh, which that's another thing like bacon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was another thing that my wife brought up. She was really upset, not that he died, but she was upset that for whoever gave clearance to the guy that was overweight (laughs) to be flying, (laughs) like he had diabetes or something.
0: They needed every available person, you know, and who says he's human? Maybe he's like, you know, underneath all the clothes. Maybe he's a slug. Yeah,
2: maybe. I don't know. Basically, my point is I can't watch these movies with my wife and try and do my homework.
0: Well, how about so. this? Every time a fighter is shot down, they crash into the Death Star. Wouldn't they kind of just float away? But
2: Well, oh, that was another thing she brought up. She's like, okay, if they're firing and they're missing all these times and they're hitting the Death Star, but no, I don't see any fires that are starting or anything like well, that. The so. Death
0: Star had, had the friendly fire button turned on, so it, it didn't didn't affect it.
2: Oh, okay. Ah, ah, I, missed, I missed that part.
0: Yeah, it was in there. There's two guys... With the big no, helmets, with the helmets that you couldn't possibly see out of.
2: Down. Oh, yeah. Rick Moranis was one of them.
0: Ooh, right. Yeah. That, that whole sound. Okay. <laughs> so all is lost. Um, I had put down is the trench run where everybody was killed. R2 was killed. The second group is killed. Everything's lost. And then, you know, boom. But but I see where I'm wrong now because there's no Dark Knight of the Soul Room at all right there. But that's why I would written that there really wasn't any. So, but Dark Knight of the Soul, just for the, the heck of it, is the main character hits bottom, wallows in hopelessness. And uh, why has this happened to me? You know, what's going on? It's the darkest and the and the worst moment uh, possible. So, and you guys say that the Dark Knight of the Soul is when, right after Ben dies. I do. Blank it over the shoulders, that's it. Okay.
3: Yeah. just a, Just right around there for me you know, when Darth Vader's <laughs> very gloating. noncommittal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, <laughs> John, I mean, if you want me to give you a timestamp, I didn't write it down. <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: All right. After that comes break into three. Um, but thank, and, and the, the, the explanation here is thanks to a fresh idea, a new inspiration or a last minute thematic device and the B story, usually the love interest, which we have said, uh, you know, the, the love story uh, I claim is uh, Ben and Vader. And that's when Ben comes back. And that's what I would have said is, is that moment he's in the trench, uh, you know, Ben is whispering sweet. Nothing's in his ear. And he finally you know turns off the nav computer or the aiming computer and he, and he trusts the force. Um, but what do you say?
1: Uh, I've got when they discover the exhaust port.
0: Yeah. Cause everything after me, this is wrong. If if I'm wrong. Yeah. So, Go for it. So when they when they're com- when they're in there, and the 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 bad graphics that show the dish is is <laughs> right there on the center of the ball with the, yeah. even with yeah. the trench. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got it because it's just new information that that really changes the game. That's you know it gives them a chance. You're right.
3: You're right.
0: It's, they, they it's the
2: solution. It yeah. Sorry. So are you talking, Christian? Are you talking about when they're back on the moon?
1: Uh, and they're having that that meeting. Yeah. And, yeah. And then that's a uh, womp brats or whatever.
0: I, I was really hoping <laughs> I got T-16 confused back home. I thought this yeah. was the many, many boffins have died to bring us this information. And I, and I was really sad that that wasn't it. It's, it's just this burly old, not British guy. So yeah. <laughs> everybody in star Wars <laughs> should be British. They, they can't make up their mind, man. Is there a lot of, of a dubbing in this freaking movie or what? You know, like like, mm-hmm. like the bartender guy, you know, you're going to have to take your droids outside. They're not okay. He didn't say yeah. that. <laughs> There's so much of that. And of course, yeah. Darth Vader. And, oh uh, yeah. The other thing I, know, I wrote down is Darth Vader, you said it, he always has to walk away somewhere. You know, he always has to be going somewhere. I think he ha- has a catheter. At, and, he, <laughs> and he has a little bag. He has to empty out or something. Cause he is yeah. screwed up, you know, Yeah. <laughs> he's got some yeah. batteries that need recharging or <laughs> traded out or something. I
2: don't know. Hello, when he walks away from the Millennium Falcon uh, without saying Ben's name, uh, my <laughs> wife thought that maybe he has like IBS or something. So,
0: yeah, he just, his, his apps needed to update or something like that. He couldn't get Wi Fi out there. So, that's, that's what, it, what was. it was. Yeah, yeah. R2D2 doesn't have Wi Fi. He plans to plug in, just to plug right in.
2: It's true. Something
1: it's like that. It. Yeah. Uh, How was, uh, I guess that's what happens when a movie's mid
0: in the 70s. So, good point. B- break into three, but it holds up so well, so yeah, much better than anything, especially in its day and mm-hmm. and even even now, yeah, you see some stuff and you're like, oh, that's kind of hokey, but it's still better than the new crap that they put in that you know is fake, you know yeah. it's too yeah. clean, it's too perfect. They should have waited another ten years. To where they could get you know detail, like like they have in the Lego movie. The freaking Lego guys have more grit and scratches and imperfections than, yeah. you know. Anyway, don't get me started. They'll
3: uh, have to do a new release, you know. Uh, Lucas needs to make more money, so.
0: No, he's not going to make any more. It'll be Disney. Disney. Yeah. Mm.
2: Disney? I heard J.J. Abrams is doing it.
0: Yes, yes, yes. It's going to be good. Yeah. And here's why. It may not be the best movie in the world, but I'll guarantee you two things: one, it'll be better than the pre- prequels, and yep. two, it's more Star Wars. That's true. That's all I. Yeah. Care. That's all I care about. Even if it's and bad Star Wars, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun yeah. thing. Uh, so we said break into three. We already did that, didn't yep. we? Yep. Yeah. The finale uh, beat fourteen this time around. The main character incorporates the theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely the trench run.
3: Yep. Gathering yep. the I'll team. Give you that.
0: Huh?
3: The next beat is what?
0: Uh, finale. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 learns. Let's see. Let me read the whole thing. This time around, the main character incorporates the theme, the nugget of truth that now makes sense to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Into their fight for the goal because they have experience from the A story and context from the B story, and the because the Act Three is about synthesis. It's about the A story and the B story coming together. And uh, that's why I claim again that Ben's the B story, him and Vader, because that even plays out into the second movie when we find out Homeboy is his dad. So um, what? What? Oh! <laughs> Spoilers! 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 <laughs> but uh, I put here that Luke trusts the Force, blows the Death Star to smithereens, Han comes back and saves Luke, and Vader escapes. And uh, and and all that. So it it's basically, but I'm 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 actually blurring into the uh, final image. Um, any thoughts on the finale before we move on?
1: Nope, 100 okay. percent
0: with you. Start
3: um, blowing up.
0: Uh, final final image. Yeah, obviously the finale is also when the bad guys are faced off from the easiest bad guy all the way to the hardest bad guy, and so you know fighters, Vader, Death Star, the whole thing. Um, but the final image is obviously the the um, the r- award ceremony for me. Right? Are you serious? <laughs> what no, else was what? it? What else was it? Okay, if this the credits. Uh, the,
1: no, the, the <laughs> award ceremony should have been the award ceremony should have been after the credits. If this movie was made this year, um, <laughs> it's when okay. So it's the opposite of the opening scene, which is the big ship taken in the small ship. So it's when the Death Star explodes and the ship flies away, like just in that scene. Right, and then. It's it's little guys conquer big guys. It's no more no more big ship, no more no more Death Star, and the little ship flies well, away. Well, but that fits, that fits. That
0: fits in the finale opposite. though. Yeah. Uh, the final really? the final image is that we now have a big, winning, huge rebellion. Big, yeah. glorious. They now look like they're kings and queens in a palace, and the freaking Death Star is gone. The bigness is is eaten up. There's only one bad guy left, and he's flying off from God knows where. So that's that's why the, whole, the it's it is a metaphorical image, not always a, a literal one. So,
2: well, but even on this one, I think we got a little bit of a literal one because again, you know, we've already talked about how we don't see Luke until so far into the movie. So in some ways, to me, uh, I think that this end scene is not so much. Uh, the mirror image of the very, very first scene, but it's the mirror image of the first time that we saw Luke
0: and so, Han and Leia exa- yeah, and yeah. even the droids because yeah. th- they were dirty. Now they're clean. I mean, even it's to that shiny. point. Yeah. Han, yeah. I knew it wasn't about money. All right. Wait, wait, yeah, I wrote it down. Hold on. I, uh, she, he comes up and Leia says, there wasn't anything. Oh, no, <laughs> I just read it. Uh,
2: do you just want to play the movie? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I wrote it down I mean, twice. I, it uh, I knew there was more to you than money. That was her. That was the little in uh, in thing for for Han. You know, she finally believes that he's a good guy. He is a good guy because she claims it and says it. So that was part of the end image too. But that was yeah. before. That was before. But the but the final image is definitely that in in scene. The grand award ceremony. Leia smiling. Um, so she and she wasn't happy before. Now she's happy. So, she had a flaw, Mm -hmm. she was a butthole. I mean, mean, the guy comes to save her. Aren't you a little sharp for a stormtrooper? I mean, she's just a jerk to everybody. So,
3: Uh, that's what sisters are for.
0: Exactly. But if you make out with them, you know, (laughs) it fixes everything. That's what I learned (laughs) from this one. But Han is, you know, more than a scoundrel. Luke went from nothing into an award winning something. You know, his one skill you know, paid off. He didn't really become a Jedi, but he did learn to use the force and that's what he was challenged to do. Uh, but yeah, I wrote that the empire is little, just one fire. And, and, uh, I also wrote down, let the Wookiee win because freaking Chewbacca didn't get crap. Why even put him in the ceremony? If you're not going to give him an award, I think it's racism. (laughs) So rip your arms off. (laughs) I'm just saying he should have got a, a medal. You know? He's the one that's always having to fix that dang warp drive. Like, yeah. Oh goodness. Any other comments on uh final image? Other, other than, than that, I kinda agree. How did how did the theme play out? Do we think did the movie do well in that regard?
2: Yeah, I feel like it did. I mean, I, I, I kind of, I don't know, like there's, there's still this part of me that like wants to watch it 10 more times just because it's star Wars and I want to watch it 10 more times. But also I do feel like that there's part of the theme is Luke trying to figure out who he actually is. And th- there are several people that are trying to tell him who he is. Like there's that first scene where he's talking with his aunt and uncle and, and, you know, they're, they're, uh, I mean, I, I wish that I, my quote machine doesn't work now either. Uh, well, the,
0: the, there's a, the uncle there's wants him a, to be a farmer.
2: Yeah, and and he doesn't want to do that. And and she they're she trying to kind of squelch not, all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're, uh, his aunt says something that's like that that really kind of set. He's that got off too much him.
0: of his father in him.
2: There you go. There you go. Yeah, but he doesn't know who that who his father is. Right. And then you know, there's this, there's just all this confusion and like even Obi Wan is somewhat misleading with the whole father thing that we you know we, we don't find that out till later. But oh. um, you he, know, and he so, is a
0: he is a great liar though. Yeah. Yeah. So I
2: feel like that's part of it, you know, is, is him, you know, trying to figure out who he is and come into his own. And I feel like with this, this final image, he's, he's at stage one of like, okay, I'm not quite there yet. I'm not quite a Jedi, but I finally figured out like who I am, what I'm capable of. And so it's almost like, this is where life begins for me kind of thing. So I don't know. It's, I haven't, like I said, I haven't pinpointed all the beats of all that. And Mm -hmm. so I, But I don't know. I just feel like something like that is
0: very similar, similar to me to the Harry Potter story, because the whole the, the theme of Harry Potter is you're a wizard, Harry. That's the theme right there. Boom. Yeah. And he becomes a wizard. And that's what we got here. It's like, you must learn to use the force. And he does learn to use the force. And so, you know, even though it's not explicit in that ending image, he's got a reward, but he has learned, oh, okay. this is something I can trust in. Like you said earlier, yeah. I can, I can have faith in this. It works. It's more than a hokey religion. I'm not going to underestimate it anymore. Um, and I'm going to go let Yoda steal my candy bars. So <laughs> nice.
3: <laughs>
0: if there's anything that the movie did wrong to me, like I said, I, I don't think I saw enough growth. It, 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 according, you know, in a, in a, in a movie or a, a book for that matter, the, the main character is supposed to kind of drive the story and, and I just didn't see a whole lot of changes. I saw a lot of things that happened to Luke. He, yes, he made the decision to get on the the, the ship with Han, um, but the whole thing about the tractor beam and all this kind of stuff—it it was just kind of happenstance. Um, yes, he went and got the princess. So you know, hats off to him for that. Um, but anyway, that that's that's all I'd say is is Luke just didn't go through enough of a transformation for me. Hmm. All right. Anything you guys thought it did wrong?
1: Why didn't the stormtroopers look in the trash compactor? <laughs> you're right. They,
0: they should have jumped down. Three or four of that's them.
3: That's not that hard. Mm. <laughs> they um, turned it on. That's what they did. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. I yeah, thought they, they would just right. squish them to death. Oh, that's
0: true. You're right. Wow. How how Good many point. in that room, what what the freak were they shooting? Uh, these little things on the wall and and <laughs> these little video cameras that were in eight packs, you know? I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. I guess they're auto shooters. I would hate to have that job. You're like, guys, don't do anything suspicious because <laughs> the security <laughs> system is crap in here, man. It's going to zap <laughs> you. <laughs> Throw us. It's going to kill us. Uh, just, just blow a hole right here and jump down here and you'll be fine. That's one
3: of my favorite moments in that movie when Han is trying to explain Uh, that everything's fine here. We're all fine.
0: (laughs) We're all fine. How How are are you? you? Yeah. What's your (laughs) operating number? (laughs) Just Uh, shoot it. That's what Han uh, does. Shoots everything. And Luke does it too. Extend the bridge. I think I just shot the controls. Uh. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, you want to talk about iconic moment. That swing across the deal, my childhood memory must have extended that whole moment like a hundredfold because that, that image of her grabbing onto him, him swinging across it, it lasts a moment. And, uh, but it, it sticks with you. Yeah. It's one of the I mean
3: that's like my fantasy for every girl I ever dated was to swing across something with her holding on. And then uh, find out
2: that she's she, your sister or yeah. Well, yeah. okay, yeah, <laughs> that. gotta fix that one. Well, John I don't think I'm old enough to be in this John, John was
0: private school. There wasn't a lot of women to choose from. So oh. after he dated everyone in his grade, he had to, <laughs> he had to move on. Uh so uh any other Including movies Any other movies that this uh-huh. one is like to you? I've already mentioned, you know. It's kind of like Harry Potter, the first episode. It's kind of like The Matrix, a little bit. Having to learn to trust, you know, no. that there is no spoon, that kind of thing.
1: Um, it's sort of an offshoot, but my favorite book series, the the Inheritance uh, – tril- not Trilogy, it's four books. Um, the Aragon, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it's – It's a dragon Star- thing, right? It's, yeah, it's Star Wars. It's all Star Wars, the whole thing. And I didn't realize it until after I'd read them all like four times, but it's just Star Wars. Awesome.
0: (laughs) That's good
2: to know. I just uh, got the first one from the library. So that's, oh my uh, gosh, I'm even more excited.
1: Read all of them. It's Star Wars. I I will. (laughs) (laughs) Read them all and get back to me. Could boss me around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that'll do it for us tonight, guys. Go to our website and comment on this episode and find out what, you know, find out what Save the Cat's all about at uh, moviebeatdown.com. Email your comments and suggestions to moviebeatdown at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at moviebeatdown. Two weeks from now, our movie is uh, what, Pauly? Back to the Future Part 1. Back to the Future Part 1, another great one. And that's all for John, Pauly, Christian. Thanks so much, and we'll see you guys next time right here on Movie Be Down. Guys,
1: I've never seen Back to the Future.
2: <laughs> Get it's
0: out. Get out now. Never. I've never seen it. Visit NLCast.com for other great NL Cast Network shows. All right, so, Polly,
2: what did we not do? Uh, we didn't uh, talk about the save, uh, save the Cat okay, moment. Okay, well, Save the Cat, case. in
0: case you don't know, people, the Save the Cat moment, and the, the reason why they titled the book, is Blake Snyder says that um, in every movie, the good guy, and he says they don't always do this, and they don't do it enough, but the good guy needs something. He needs to do something to make you like him. And even if they're, they're bad guys, uh, they need to do something that's better than the worse or bad guys, you know? Like in Pulp Fiction, uh, they need to do yeah. something that is the equivalent of saving a cat out of a tree. And um, so, Paul, in, in, what is what were the save the cat moments for you?
2: Uh, they were kind of tough in this one because Luke was kind of a punk. And so I feel like uh, when we first, uh, when we first meet him and he's hanging out with his uncle, um, just kind of the fact that he was so selective with uh, the droids, um, and then just begin to instantly repair them. And, and for, he, he kind of flips a switch and goes from, I don't like, I don't want to be here. I want to go hang out with my friends and, and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden he's like, trying to actually fix these things up. And and he just, he takes an interest in them right away.
0: I would argue that because we're, we talked about laying pipe and how out of how, how slow the intro was, I would say it's that moment where he's looking at the sons. He didn't do anything, but that's when you really get that underneath the whininess underneath his attitude, he really wants to do something more than just be there. Yeah. He, he and, does and have, he does have his father in him. He he's got space in his blood and he doesn't even know it, you know?
2: yeah see and I, and I get that the only thing that i would wonder about is because that the save the cat moment is supposed to be something that is shown not necessarily internalized mm-hmm. um like i'd like if if i were reading a book i would be more inclined to agree with you a hundred percent but right now i'm like 80 percent agreeing with you yeah. so
0: no no I, I i could go either way i there you know this movie has proven there could be three or four of them yeah, yeah. but i just know for me he doesn't he is obedient, but he is, he's begrudging. He's, he's got attitude, even with the droids, you know, he's still mad at his uncle. Um, I, I, Oh, so I would say that maybe his excitement about the rebellion would have been a save the cat moment for him. Cause that's mm-hmm. when he's like, Oh, Oh, and we finally see what brings him life and what gets him excited. He's on the side of the rebellion. He's, yeah. he's one of the good guys. Um, I think, um,
1: I think it's when he's excited to go off to like the Academy or whatever it is, or why he's trying to get away from the moisture farm, but with, I'm with you, James.
0: <laughs> it's okay. You can have your own opinion. Uh, Han Solo. I would say my moment for that is when he shoots Gre- Greedo. What? <laughs> That's mine.
2: I don't agree. Greedo.
0: okay. What, what, what <laughs> is Can you yours? edit that
2: out? That was awful. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gotta stay. Cause I laughed. I'll pay yeah. you $1,000 on Patreon. <laughs> okay, well, maybe. Don't let my dad hear that. He'll so disown me. So
0: Patreon can get three quarters of it No, <laughs> You don't agree, to
2: What do you think?
0: What do you think it is? I don't want to speak again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would
3: agree with it. I mean, I would agree with it.
0: I don't I don't know
2: because I mean with Han, Han I, I think Chalet. that part of it is just simply the fact that he was willing to do a, you know a mercenary mission even though he's a little bit obstinate about it
0: um yeah but he does it for money that's his no, I know that I know funny. that
2: but but that's but that's his job though like he he would he, everything he does is for money and so it's just I don't know like like I said I, I don't really know yeah but what Hans makes him, him
0: what sets him apart from being a bad guy what made him lovable what made him likable? And I don't think the the opening argument or, you know, with him and Ben is that I, for me, it's not. Yeah. I think what identifies him is when he has this, this swaggered, you know, leg up on the thing, talk with a real bad guy. Again, if you're a bad guy and he is, he kind of is, he's, he's a, you know, he's, he's a chaotic neutral or whatever. Uh, and then he and then he shoots the dude now it's ruined obviously in the remake uh yeah that
3: digital movement of his head was kind of dumb
0: oh and the digital stepping on dude's tail but i I think right there you get that he's funny and um he shoots first and asks questions later so for me that's the moment that i was i was like i'd marry him
1: Hmm. Mm, me too
0: um, yeah, but he had a bunch of gambling <laughs> debt, and he shot a guy
2: that was coming to justly c- collect money. Right, but I, think it told, <laughs> but I think it told you
0: about him and who he was. It was the first thing he did that, that, that showed you what he was. I, I think know. this tells me about you, if that's the kind of man that you want to go after.
2: Oh, I'm wow. questioning your wife now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, man. now I don't. Me, know, I mean, Han was yeah. towards the end, actually. Yeah? Yeah, I would say when he comes back. Uh, that would be the, that would be his save the cat moment for well, me. Well, the
0: only thing about save the cats is they ha- it happens in the the first uh, it's supposed to in the first ten minutes or in that setup time period. So oh, wow. you got to, You know, by the I rules, guess I should
3: read the book over.
0: <laughs> it's okay. We're all we're all beginners. Uh, but but yeah, you'd have to pick something in that opening thing. Uh, ben, Ben, Ben is easy. He scares off the bad guys and he reaches over and he feels to see if dude's okay. But for me, it's when he looks at the droid and he says, come on, little guy. It's okay. You know, that's what, when he takes off the hood and he's nice to R2 and R2 yeah, likes him. So. Cause if R2 likes you, you're cool. in yeah. my book and he saved the cat. He saved the droid. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, Leia. No, <laughs> she doesn't have one.
3: <laughs> no. When she kisses her brother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You yeah, might be right, because that's the first thing we see where she's got any kind of compassion for anybody.' It's like you know I mean, that was me.
3: before we all knew that that they were siblings, so I mean at that yeah. moment, when I was a child and I saw that, and she kissed him, I thought, okay,
0: well, yeah, that was the right, first time okay. we saw anything nice, but what what makes us like her? Well, not everybody has one, not everybody has one Luke Luke had one, uh Han, in my opinion, had one. Ben needed the one the most because he's the you know he's the dad of the whole thing. So the stepdad, I just ruined dad when I said step. (laughs) All right, good. Does that, does that satisfy you there, Paul? Yeah, I think that was good. Okay. We'll make sure and fit it in proper next time. Cool.